the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio with one of my favorite people. Uh, We are with Natasha Olivier, and Natasha is just a beautiful uh, woman, leader, mother, uh, daughter. Uh, She is a former Love Never Fails employee. And she is actually an IET Biz Tech Academy graduate. And most recently, uh, she has uh, started a job at a very large high-tech company. Super proud of her. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, a medical uh, care company um, that has some tech infused in it. And and uh, certainly, the there is another area that I wanted to highlight, which is that she is also teaching her own classes online on art and incorporating therapeutic modules in her art programming. And so super proud of you, Natasha, and grateful to have you on the show. Oh, yay. I am super excited to be here. And (laughs) it's an honor, an honor definitely to work with Love Never Fails and be a part of IT Biz um and just be able to continue to have that relationship with everybody there because they have definitely been so supportive through everything my employment my family everything i really appreciate it it's been a true blessing absolutely well you know likewise and and you know i thought it would be so special to have you come on the show to talk a little bit about the the various ways that you have um, sort of been helping others. Um, initially, when you joined our team, it was actually working with the IT Biz uh, team to help support uh, students that in the community that needed, um, you know, needed wraparound services, needed job development, needed the some of the IT classes that we that we teach and you said, I'm going to gossip co-enroll, right. While I'm working yeah. here, I'm going to enroll and I'm going to get to 
uh, learn more about tech um, and we were just so excited about the different things that we had in, in store. Um, of course, we know that tragedy hit your home and um, I'll, I'll let you talk about that in a little bit and how that's impacted your life and played out in some of the things that you're doing, especially with your art therapy. But um, you had to kind of take a break from Love Never Fails, but you came back. You came back as an IT biz student. You graduated last year in 2021, went on to obtain a role again with a very large uh, medical uh, care uh, company and been working there since what, December? Was it the January? Since December. Since December yeah. of 2021. And then you started your art classes, your digital art classes. And so I, you know, I've just been uh, that that progression, especially, you know, with the, with all that you've been through. Right. Uh, it's just remarkable. I have to say uh, remarkable that you did not give up, that you you're resilient, as I always say, hashtag resilient and brilliant. And so I, I, I want to talk a little bit about your heart for people, because I think um, I want people to get a glimpse of, um, you know, the, your initial intention in joining our team and, come, and like who, who you are, Natasha. So maybe tell us a little bit about that. Um, I think when I first heard about your company, it was through Darlene at Social Services. And I had talked about, um, I don't mind working at a nonprofit. I love working with people. Um, I'm always talking to people. And she came in, she's like, I have this um, company. It's in, I think it was for Store Lead. And um, I, you know, it's called Love Never Fails. What do you think about doing a, you know, an interview with them? And I'm like, oh, you know, first of all, Love Never Fails sound like fantastic name, you know, for any group. Yeah. And so um, and then I read about it and the work that you guys do. And so then I was already excited um, when I went in for my interview. I believe it was with Miguel and he started mm -hmm. really talking about your guys work with survivors. Right. And honestly, I didn't even I didn't even need to know any more about what my role was as is in the store or anything else. I just knew like, oh, this is something I definitely want to be a part of. I definitely want to be a part of um, a company that reaches out to people. And we're talking to survivors. So, you know, there's mm -hmm. something about that um, that term, the survivor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, just for me personally, it just had it hits home on so many different levels that I was just like, yes, I'll take it, you know, and then I mm -hmm. then I found out how to do another another interview and I was all and I was all nervous. But um, just that I, I've always loved talking to people. I always love doing research and resources and being able to help somebody and help somebody out if I can. Um, and I did more of a legal aspect of it. So then it was like bringing that into a different atmosphere. It's like, okay, so I know how to bring this to the women. What else can I do? And um, I think that's what it was. It was just already like, I already love working with people. And now I got to work in an environment that brought even more joy to me because I could bring something, not only just my own experience, but, um, and that compassion and that empathy, but also my experience just working with people in a more 
you know, just educating them regards to legal stuff or if they needed housing help or what can I bring to the company? That's pretty much all I felt like, what can I bring to these, you know, this company? Cause the, there's so much love in it that they're going to bring these women. What can I, what can I do to help? Yeah. And you came in there with that, that heart and um, just beautiful um, to watch you. And, you know, I, I want to say that, you know, you have a, a good deal of education and experience in, in your background. And so I was like, Ooh, man, I get to hire Natasha. She's like, uh, she's a bomb, you know? Oh, uh, so sweet. Yeah. So, you know, because uh, with nonprofits, you know, our budgets are limited and we, we may not always be able to hire people and pay them what they're worth. Um, but you guys, everybody who works at Love Never Fails um, would do the work for free if we, if we could. So that's the beauty of of the kind of the culture that we have there is just uh, so loving and so committed all in all in folks. So, yeah. So, you know, you joined the team. We started working on the community store there with Miguel with Miguel. And you, as you know, Miguel is now transitioned out of running the store. Now Sandy's running the community engagement center. Um, but Miguel is a life coach working for Soljin Solutions. Um, so he transitioned into kind of a, a similar but connected role. Um, and so it's just we're all moving around, aren't we? We're just. Yes, we're <laughs> it's like you still move, but you still stay connected, which I think is so beautiful because I'm always like, you know, well, once I do this, can I work with the survivors? Can I do this? And then you yeah. guys have like a new youth house. And it's like. You guys are part of the art thing. It's like you're always looking to it. And I, I think when I came in, you guys were just about to have your um, your annual fundraiser. Oh, I yeah. came in right before then. And that was so I remember being like, can I, you know, say, can I volunteer for that? That sounds yes. so good. Oh, I still remember you wore that beautiful blue dress. That was so Oh, my gosh. Everybody time. was so yeah. beautiful it was such an amazing event that people come out for yeah. to support the company and to support the survivors it's like it's an amazing thing to witness yeah it was so beautiful i can't wait till we can get back next year hopefully we'll get back to um our in-person galas we've been doing digitally for the last two years which has been fun but i i want to see everybody's faces so yeah, that's right. So you join right before then. And, um, you know, when we're going to when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what happened that tragedy hit your home. And I'll be honest, uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. But, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, what what you were going to do, um, how you were going to move through that and um I had hoped that we would um, be able to be an important part of your life going forward. And I'm just so grateful that we're still together and still working together on the same uh, same goals. Right. That that were so important to you. Um, You have not you've pushed into them even the more. So so kudos to you. But we're going to come right back. And we'll uh, hear some more from you, Natasha. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. 
trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Natasha Olivier, and we're just talking about um, her history with us as an employee and then now an IT Biz Technology Academy graduate and now a provider of art therapy classes, uh, digital art therapy classes, um, and, you know, just her support to the community in general. So, um, I was just explaining, she and I were talking about some of the things that have been going on with Love Never Fails. And I have to share with the listening audience that we've had a lot of tragedy in the last couple of weeks. Um, and um, I really feel like there's a huge focus that is becoming more and more clear for us, which is that more needs to be done to provide mental health services to survivors of human trafficking. Um and when I say mental health services, I don't mean to medicate. Uh, yes, we're good at medicating. Um, you know, when people have a certain diagnosis, let's give them medication X. But let's also give them trauma training, right? Let's a trauma education, trauma, you know, therapy. Um, and, you know, one of the things that um, has happened over the last couple of weeks is we've had um, one of the survivors uh, that we serve their their family member who was also in the life was was killed uh, over the weekend, and uh, another a child was also killed in you know, a few weeks ago, and and you know and all of these are are connected to mental illness, um, and so it's very important to me personally. I feel like there is just an important um, thing to be said for some of the things that you're doing, Natasha, in the way of art therapy, in the way of, you know, digital arts and providing people a, a therapeutic, a place to kind of express their pain and come in contact, understand their pain and hopefully heal through uh, things like art, through things like dance Um and of course, you know, lathering prayer all all over it. But you know, sometimes, unfortunately, your your average person doesn't know that um, much of the trauma that we have in our bodies is not verbal. It's not narrative based. It's physically right. felt. It's stored in our bodies. There's a book that says your the body keeps the score. 
It's stored in our bodies. And oftentimes the only way we can get it out is through nonverbal means, uh, not through talk therapy a lot of the time, not through cognitive processing, but through uh, experiential somatic visualization, um, prayer, obviously lathered all over it. And so um, before we talk about that, Natasha, I wanted to talk about um, your, you know, traumatic experience and, and I, you know, whatever you feel comfortable sharing, but I think it's, I want people to know about, you know, the resilience that you're bringing into your classroom, the resilience and the empathy that you're bringing into your classroom. Um, it's just, uh, for me, very inspirational. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, like I said, when I first um, came across your company, uh, what hit me so personally was being a survivor. Um, I think of me and my kids as survivors. Um, we're DB survivors, my eldest and and I. Um, and so that came across to me as being very important because in, in order to continue to go forward, you have to. Um, be able to survive some of the things that you've come across in the past and some of those roads and you encounter a lot of ugly things and a lot of different uh, labels and people want to label your experience and who you are and you tend to do that yourself um, and so when I came into the company and I met these women and they were so I mean they were singing gospels and I mean the 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 smiles and the camaraderie that they had with each other and encouragement. And then the people that were helping guide them. I think that was something that to me was so inspirational because it made me feel like, Oh, there are really people out there that are really guided to help, to help people who have survived trauma. Yeah, um, And there's nothing to speak of the other traumas that people have gone through that they don't tend to tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't tell anybody about um, half of the things that I go through. You know, most of the time I just smile and I laugh and I ask other people what they need and they want. And that's mostly what I've been um, raised to do. You know, you're always mm-hmm. expected to ask other people what they need and they want. And you tend to um, dismiss yeah, some of the things that you've gone through, you tend to kind of stuff them all down. Um, and I'm not a verbal person either, um, but I love, I love, love, love art and music, um, and dance. I love research. So one of the things researching for those women and well, what do you want to do? All right, and getting on the computer and showing, you know, here's the jobs that you can have and here's the classes that you can take and these are the things that you know, like this is your title and everything is possible. You know, yes. to be that person to keep saying it's possible. Um, being the program coordinator for Love Never Fails, it gave me another opportunity to talk to people and be like, here's another possibility and opportunity for you, like things that you know, or just like here, get certified. Here's yeah. someone who believes in you. Here's somebody who's going to step with you. Yeah. So I think um, that was one of the thing. And then most recently, um, I was in a car accident in 2020, and I lost my um, youngest daughter and my eldest son, so Elijah and Candace. And those are. 
I can tell you like half my soul died when I, I woke up, I woke up on, on mother's day and found out I lost my two kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I still have two surviving kids, my eldest daughter, Maya, and my youngest son, uh, Javarian Jr., who was also in the accident and miracle. He, He was in a little corner, just had, he did have a head injury, no broken bones, nothing. Um, and these, if I tell you my two kids were on the phone every day on FaceTime, being the two biggest goofy goobers, um, trying to just keep my spirits up, my family, um, love never fails, everybody's prayers, their positivity, people I didn't even know um, coming in. I had a chaplain that came in and prayed with me. Um, I wasn't able to walk. I wasn't able to use my arms. Um, I had people in there would sing, um, to get me up out of bed. And honestly, it was the prayers and positivity that just kept me going when I came out and people were like, I just saw like how people just reached out to our family. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and and it was just a, a, a testament to like all the good that's really out there. So yeah. Um, for me, for Candace and Elijah, those were my smiley, artsy, fartsy, like we call it artsy, fartsy mm-hmm. kids. They love to paint and draw. And my little one's called Love Bug. Uh, she loved to hug. And my eldest loved animals and a veterinary. And he always used to like to talk to people and, you know, try to understand what they were going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. the, the art therapy center is in dedication to Candace and, and Elijah. And it's also in dedication to Maya and Junior and their resilience throughout this entire, this entire pro- process. Wow. Um, they do go through therapy and, uh, they, they, you know, one of them games and the other one is actually my, my daughter works with, um, an autist, autistic children. Um, so they still reach out to people. Yeah, And I think that that's the thing. If we can still reach out to people in, in the pain and in that time when you don't want to talk, like I draw my curtains and I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, for me, it's pictures. It's uh, being able to draw. It's being able to see things that remind me of them. And I think it's important to tell people like, talk therapy really isn't the only therapy reach out to those musicians that you love um i love my angelo i love her poetry um i so my class basically it's like being able to try to let invite people to know that your voice isn't the only way your only voice you mm-hmm. know it's not just your verbal ability to say express your pain or your trauma it's also other things giving the person the ability to write down how they feel mm. you know draw something that that says how you're what well, this is my emotion right now this mm. is how i look at myself um an instrument anything that you can feel like would be easier than to just express yourself in words i think that's what i want and i want people to be educated it's not a stigma it's not, it's okay to say i'm not okay you know, and once we feel like it's okay f- to do that, it's also okay to hold that person's hand. People need to have somebody to listen. And if people feel like somebody is really willing to listen and cares, mm-hmm. I think more people would be willing to, to reach out for help. Yeah. You know, and more, maybe more people would be willing to help. Yeah. You know, if they're more able to understand what somebody is going through instead of just judging, well, they're just acting like this. Well, let's find out why. Yeah. You know, what's going on? 
Absolutely. Oh my gosh. You said yes, so much there. And, you know, just um, us knowing how to respond, knowing how to uh, sense that something's going on, right. To have that empathetic desire to support people and to let people give people the space to say, I'm not okay. Wow. That's just so powerful. I love it. Okay. Um, and I love that you dedicated this to the kids and, um, and I guess I knew that, but I didn't know that. So thank you for <laughs> clarifying that. Um, and, um, when we come back, I want to talk some more about what you actually do, um, and you know, what your program is all about. And so we'll come right back and thanks for listening to love never fails radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Natasha Olivier, and we're just hearing about her art therapy classes, digital art therapy classes, and um, just her heart for people to see people healed, restored, supported, and loved on. Um, and so wanted to... First of all, I wanted to say from, you know, our last segment, thank you so much for sharing some of your personal story. I know that that has to be difficult to do that. Um, and so I, I so appreciate you, um, you know, kind of letting the, the listening audience know what you've been through to get to this point. And um, it, it hasn't been easy, but it sounds like it's been worth, you know, coming on to the other side and being able to bring some of your pain and your tragedy into something that can provide healing for others. Um, and so that is very encouraging for me. Um, and I wanted to share uh, in the spirit of art therapy, I actually made myself a Jesus jar uh, yesterday. Oh. Yeah. And I'm putting little rocks in the jar and uh, whenever I have uh, something that's, you know, causes me any kind of sadness, I write a little scripture on the rock or I paint it and then I put it in my Jesus jar. And so 
you know, we have these, I'm just making, I just made that up. I don't know where it's like combining this cool little thing that people are doing with painting rocks into a jar concept. So I don't have to see, I don't want to give away my rocks, Natasha, you know, these people are just putting, <laughs> putting the painted rocks in front of people's houses and encourage them. I'm like, I'm being yeah. selfish. I'm like, I want all the rocks in my jar. <laughs> but tell us what you're doing to help people explore their creativity. Oh my gosh. Lately I have been I've been working. I've been working with Blue Shield like I promise you, like I start at five and end at five some days, but I really love it. I love helping people because I get to talk to people like from the East Coast, to the West Coast mm-hmm. and solve, solve different issues. So it's kind of like I get to be a researcher. Plus, I get to talk to people. Wow. Plus, I get to solve it problems. So that I don't know. It, I, I know I sound like all goofy, but I, I really do. I, I really enjoy it. Um, so when I had first started the art classes, I actually had one teacher who started with me and I did the art class with her and I wanted her to be honest that she's an art teacher. She does theater and, um, I wanted her to let me know, like, okay, I start out with writing and poetry. I start out with my favorite, Maya Angelou, and I have um, a visual that shows her lyrics of her poem, um, Still I Rise. Mm. Uh, and so I start off with that because I want to not only touch on the on the fact that the class is for, um, you know, for survivors of multiple trauma, um, not only that, to show the words, the actual words of Still I Rise. Yeah. Um, and in that way, I already am introducing written, the written form of expression, hmm. as well as it has a video. It has like a, a video behind it that shows all these different images. Um, so there goes, you know, like I wanted to like in the first class introduce everything, my visual, my written, my um my music this is all the things that we'll touch on in the class throughout the entire class mm-hmm. um and i start with the written one and what i do is i want my the people who are taking it i want after i introduce my favorite poem is i want them to go and find either a poem or a verse or even a saying whatever it may be that really that you really respond to Mm. that can talk about whether it's your experience now or something that you have to continue to read to get yourself through the day um, or something that is just like it. When you read it, it reminds you of where you were and where you want to be or where you just want to be. Whatever, however, however powerful those words are. And even if it's your own words, I just want to introduce it as the first piece of expression. Um. But they don't have to talk about it. If you don't want to talk about your own piece of writing, that's why I give the opportunity to pick out somebody else's piece. Um, And then, you know, just being able to just start out with that. And then I want to go into looking at pieces of visual art. Mm -hmm. Um, And I explore Frida Kylo. She's another one of my favorite. Um, because she is also telling the story of her life in her paintings, mm-hmm. all the pain, all the her relationships, her physical pain, everything. It's all in her in her art. 
and the way she expresses herself. Mm -hmm. And I think that I want that to be the second part of an introduction because I'm a visual person. I love, I love painting. I love drawing. I love sketching. I used to make notes and uh, all over my notes and even all the way through university, I would still draw all over my notebook, you know? So it was just my way of being able to express how I felt. I remember when I was going through an extremely hard time, um, I drew an angel that was holding her, her halo. And when it was really, really hard, I drew an angel that was holding a sword. One angel, you know, one part was darker than the other. Um, And she, you know, had, you know, one part was light with her, her um, wings and the other part was holding her sword and it was darker and it was more of the person that was going to go out there and fight. So I think for me, that's how I express myself sometimes. Sometimes I'm good at like writing. Sometimes I'm good at just drawing. Sometimes it can be abstract. I wanted to, you know, say it can be colors. Yeah. Because my first project is like exploring the colors that you would explain yourself as, you know, and then, you know, and then go into shapes. It doesn't even have to be like this huge portrait. Um, because I think that's also interesting how people and when you listen to how people describe themselves and what colors they use, sometimes that's also, you know, it, it's interesting to see how people describe themselves and why and, you know, what them see themselves as when they're doing something expressive. Yeah. Wow. So good. Um, I I want to take a break. And when we come back, I want to I just pulled up a a picture that Frida um, painted and it has a a monkey on one uh, right shoulder, a black cat on the left shoulder, a a necklace with a, uh, looks like a swallow, um, a black swallow hanging from what looks like, you know, almost like a chain around her neck, butterflies in her hair, you know, and she's in a jungle. I want to, I want to talk about, what comes up for you? Because some people, you know, um, they don't uh, they don't interpret art or they maybe well, maybe, you know, we're running so hard. Right. <laughs> we don't we don't take the time to look at the art and go, huh, what was the person who did that art piece thinking about how, you know, what 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 was on their heart? What was on their mind? So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, as a as a point of reflection for the listening audience. And maybe we'll uh, learn something about it when we come right back. And thanks so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. 
Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with art extraordinaire <laughs> Natasha Olivier. Uh, was, we're going to talk a little bit. We're actually going to evaluate one of Frida Kahlo's uh, art pieces. And so what do you see here when you think about um, this piece that I just described? And I don't know what it's actually called it's here in the image that I'm looking at. It's called the Frida Kahlo cover Trivium Art History. Uh, piece um, but I'm sure it has a name it's got a monkey and a black cat a, a swallow um, and um, butterflies flowers leaves what, what do you make of this I think um, I know she was very fond of having animals mm-hmm. um, in her in her portraits and I know that I read about the necklace of thorns. Mm. Um, it was it's representative of her physical pain. She had a lot of surgeries mm. and uh, she actually had a metal. I think it's a metal rod in her back. Wow. Um, and I remember several paintings that show her different the different surgeries that she's had on her body so that that necklace of thorns is representative of the pain that she is always um experiencing Mm. Um, and that's her her visual way of representing that pain wow that's that's um i did not know that about her i just knew that she was you know um, a Mexican artist that, you know, had been through quite a bit of um, turmoil, right? Interpersonal mm-hmm. turmoil and um, ha- oftentimes was challenging some of the, you know, some of the, I think, uh, stigmas. Uh, I love mm-hmm. that she painted herself with a unibrow and with a right. slight mustache and you know, like challenging uh, beauty standards. Exactly. Um, I, that that part, I, I will t- I will just say that growing up, I always felt like, ooh, why doesn't she, you know, shave her eye? Why doesn't she pluck her eyebrow? What, you know, what's going on? And then as I've, as I've gotten older, I'm like, wait a minute, that's the way she was born. She was literally born with the hair on her lip like that and her eyebrows like that. And you know, I've just been conditioned to believe that that is not beautiful, um, but it is. As I look upon it now, I see that she, she, um, she's a person. You know, and she's she's a beautiful woman. So, I don't know if that hits you the same way, but I thought it was interesting um, when you said that you were studying some of that, and also, of course, still I rise. Whew. Yeah, Maya Angelou. So. And it's funny because both of those women, like women in general, always question what our um, definition of beauty is. Beauty is always um, that 
we're always given that label by someone outside. You know, we never, we, you know, self-care and self-love, it probably is a term that probably has always been around, but not something that's always practiced. Yeah. Um, And especially being a woman, you're always looking at the outside magazines and men and other women to tell you what beautiful is, to tell you what intelligent is, to tell you what successful is, um, to tell you what real love is. And instead of just kind of look in the mirror, um, there's a great thing that says the only competition I have is in in the mirror. Each day when you wake up, you should always want to strive to be better than the person you were the day before. Um, Because if I'm looking at you and I'm looking at what your success is, Vanessa, and then I'm trying to say, well, that's going to be my success, too. Well, I don't know what your story was. You know, I don't know what what Vanessa went through to become who she is today. Right. It's like you wouldn't know my story unless I was, you know, you would know me and I would tell you my story and then you would know what would shape who I am and where I was. Um, Just like how her story shapes her art who she is, what she finds beautiful. She finds herself beautiful. She finds the place where she came from as being beautiful. She finds the mysteriousness and the uniqueness of um, the animals surrounding her that are from that place is beautiful. And when I look at the butterflies in her hair and the fact that her crown is purple well Mm. I always say purple is the you know color of royalty right so and it's the crown on her head and she put the crown on her own head which means that you know like why wait for somebody else to crown you as the honorary queen of the house or the honorary queen of your family you know like why aren't you your own royalty, you know? And I, and I say that for men and women, because I feel like oh, that's always questioned, you know, yes. your, your status is always questioned by someone outside who has no idea what is going on the inside, you know? And when we are able to start putting our voice out there on a canvas, whether we're singing about it, whether we're writing about it, whether we're playing an instrument whether it's because I say the saxophone is my favorite instrument because I feel like it has a voice yeah just like the guitar I love the bass guitar I feel like they have a like a real voice like a real singing voice yeah um that I find phenomenal so I'm like whenever you can find that voice whenever there's that opportunity and whenever you find that person um, inside of you, that 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 voice that we always kind of stuff down, that people are told to be quiet. Um, that's not nice, you know. You're not being respectful. You're not you're not um, you're not doing what you're taught, which is to be quiet, put your head down, and just go with the flow. Yeah. Uh, well, if she went with the flow, no one would ever saw her beautiful art. Right. Um, and they wouldn't have that. They wouldn't have seen what you saw, which is women are beautiful no matter what. They, they don't have to have their they don't have to wax and do all this yeah. other stuff, you know. Right. Um, a ton of makeup and, you know, whatever makes 
what we think, what we were taught to think is beautiful. Yeah. You know, and I think that if we start with kids at a really early age, if we're able to catch them at an early age and start teaching them about what makes them beautiful, what makes them smart, what makes them, you know, and start to show them how to build that voice inside so that when they start going outside and hearing the opposite of that because you're always going to find someone who's going to want to compete with you or bring you down or put you down just because you want to just, you just want to hug somebody, you know, like you just want to love somebody and they are just feeling like that wasn't what was given them. So it's wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, So just kind of like just taking down all those walls that we've learned to build up and Mm -hmm. trying to get people to feel like it's okay to, to not only notice that you put up that wall to know that it's okay to say whatever happened to you, you know, we're here to, we're here to listen. We're here to hold your hand. We may not be able to fix everything, but at least somebody's here to walk with you now, you know, at least somebody's going to say whatever ugly thing that you have to put out there because it is your story no one else can tell you your experience and once you feel like you can get it out a little bit by a little bit by a little bit it's something that can help you just transform yourself you know Mm. like you can start finding once you start finding how to transform yourself that light will be able to shine onto others you won't have to give them your light you're just giving them the light that was already blessed upon you to share with other people you know and I think that's it God's just given us the grace to be here again you know, um, giving me the opportunity to have a voice. And I mean, I'm so grateful that I can walk and talk and share, you know, um, mm-hmm. to just have that, to just be like, you know what, there is a light out there and people, you may not find all the people that you thought were supposed to be on your side, but that's just because he's trying to make a way for the people who are supposed to be there, you know, and supposed to keep on trying to help you, you know, when you thought that light was supposed to be out, yeah. you know, There he is is, trying to help you make sure it's still shining and give you the opportunity to tell somebody else who didn't know who's in that probably doesn't want to talk just like me, you know, and be like, it's okay, You know, like there's someone who wants to listen. There's someone who's out there that wants to help you and give you the opportunity to like say whatever you want to say. Right. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when I when I look at this image and and we're gonna have to go to break really quick, but I just wanted to comment that her purple royalty crown has butterflies Mm -hmm. on it signifying uh, that, um, that her, you know, she's about transformation, you know, she's about, she's about transformation and, um, And, you know, as you know, the cocoon experience can be challenging. It can be painful. But uh, as you said, you know, God is with us and with his help, um, we will rise. We will rise. And so it's clear, very evident that that is what has happened, especially in your life. So thank you again. We're going to take a quick break. um, And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. 
This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We have just been having a wonderful time. I'm so excited and it's inspired me to be able to look at this Frida, you know, piece of art and just spend that time. It's actually quite soothing to me and therapeutic. So thank you for that, Natasha. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's such a pleasure. Yes. And, um, You know, I just want to acknowledge your babies and your life and just let you guys know, uh, Junior and your daughter, just I want I want you guys to know that um, we're always thinking about um, Candace and Elijah and and just um, their light and love lives on through all of this work that mom is doing. And so just a big time shout out to that. And, uh, and then of course the work that you guys are doing, uh, junior and, and just, you guys are inspiring and helping so many others. So kudos to all of you. Uh, love you guys so much. And then of course, for the listening audience, I want to invite you to just to continue to be a part of the work that we're doing we are in need of mentors for our IT biz um, program. Uh, we have a mentor station um, and gate activity where you can review a resume or do a, um, a mock interview. And it's one hour commitment, two hour, three hour, whatever you can spare. And you can inquire about that by reaching out to Felicia at loveneverfailsus.com to get started as a volunteer. And then Davina. Uh, at loveneverfailsus.com or Charlene at loveneverfailsus.com. Those are the two, uh, Davina running the program, IT biz program, workforce development manager, and our new job developer slash case manager, um, Charlene. You can reach out to them to inquire about the program as well. If you're interested in taking some of our self-study courses, you can do so by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT biz and signing up there. Also, If you uh, would like to get engaged with the variety of other things that we're doing, housing, um, uh, program development, um, I'm sorry, program management um, around our community engagement center, 
um, which is our new resource center in Oak, I'm sorry, in Hayward, um, uh, and the ways in which that we're reaching out to, you know, community members that are either homeless or trafficked or domestic violence survivors. Um, we've just got a ton of opportunities to engage. And so we want to invite you to be a part of that. And you can do that by reaching out to, again, Felicia, which is F-E-L-I-C-I-A at com, Or uh, you can reach out to Sandy, S, and that's S-A-N-D-Y at com. All right. So that's what we have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed yourself. And of course, as always, if you haven't heard it here before or you need to hear it again, always remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.